Laughter and a joyful heart are like good medicine. Welcome to my brand new show. A new kind of comedy. special day and time and I'm sure you can hear the joy in my voice it's extra more than usual we want to welcome you to episode 52 of laugh about it with Sade Champagne on KJBU 99.3 FM in Oxnard I'm your host Sade Champagne and this is a brand new radio show that I've created directed and executive produced here on KJBU 99.3 FM and yes that's me singing on the theme song written by being executive produced by Alberto Morello Hernandez in Spain and the Quakes but I'll share with you more about me a little later in the episode it's time to introduce our celebrity guest live in the studio with us professional stand-up comedian writer co-creator and star of Hulu's hit show this fool Chris Estrada let's go what's up how you doing we're not done (laughs) (laughs) a lot oh my goodness Y'all, we're not done yet. You know we love to celebrate people here. His credits and accomplishments include HBO Interes Nos, 2019 Comedy Central's Up Next Comedian, 2018 Time Out LA, Top 10 Comics to Watch, and he is currently on his nationwide tour, Chris Estrada on tour, performing at Oxnard Levity Live tonight and tomorrow. Chris Estrada. How you doing? <laughs> Good morning. How are you? I'm doing all right. Yeah, oh, we're so glad right. to have you. Okay, so also, y'all, we got another surprise. So I have a special guest co-host that is here with me, and it is my girl, Missy Talks. That's right. You guys, I'm here with Sade Champagne on Laugh About It, and I'm just super excited. This is the first time I've been on her show. She's been on my show before, so it's kind of like a crossover episode. So I'm super excited. So, girl, tell them about your hit show, Luminary Sounds, and that's coming on right after. Yes, it's going to be coming on right after this episode of Sade Champagne, Laugh About It. I am from Luminary Sounds, and we 
highlight independent music. So we love to um, have people on that haven't like made it big yet. And we want to know about them, give them a platform. And we just love to review their music and talk talk about them about life, yeah. current events, what yeah. they're going on. So that's a little bit about my show. So the reason why I have her here today, Chris, we were talking mm-hmm. about this off air, is she is one of your biggest fans. Literally yes. last night that's before so we got, yes. before you ready to get on stage, she grabs my hand. Oh, you guys are And she goes, Shadi, Chris is about to oh. come up. And she was like a schoolgirl that was like seeing like her dreams come true. You know what? Because I give you so much props. That's what it is. Like I tell all my friends and family Mm -hmm. to watch your show. Thank you. When I first saw it on Hulu, I'm like, I think I binged it in like one weekend. Obviously, I'm sure you you. hear that a lot. (laughs) And um, I like was giving out my my, uh, Hulu password to people. I'm like, you need to watch this show. Like watch at least one episode. Because I knew if they watched one episode, they would get... Oh, right you. on in there. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. my goodness. I'm so, so thank you excited. for coming. Yeah. No. Thank you guys for having me. I'm yes. excited to be here. Sweet. Nice to be in Oxnard. Yes, Oxnard. Yeah. We are so honored and thrilled to have you as a celebrity guest on Laugh About It with Sade Champagne. So this is a new kind yeah. of comedy. We feature special and celebrity guest comedians like yourself, funny entertainers live in the studio. We share funny and encouraging stories, hear hilarious memories from the listeners, play music, and more. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know this or not, but comedians are superheroes without the capes, and you're doing the good Lord's work. Oh, I don't know about that. That's too much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm a big proponent that like comedy is nice and fun and a distraction, but yeah. I always feel like if I start believing it's important, yeah. then I become too self-righteous and pretentious, uh, yeah. you know, but yeah. it's, uh, but it's, it's great when other people think it's important. Yes. I just think the comedian has to think it's the dumbest, silliest <laughs> thing in the world so they, can stay humble? so they can stay humble and funny. Yes. You know, cause oh, once they, good. once they start, it's for other people to decide it's important, not mm. for the comedian. That's you know what good. I mean? That's how yeah. I feel in my heart because I yeah. feel like once you th- once you think what you're doing is important yeah. up there, you become a little too self righteous. Mm. You lose. You stop being humble. You, mm. you 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 start becoming. You start being preachy and not mm. funny. Mm, you that's know, good. y'all. He's so, dropping gems already. I, know, yeah. I might have to adopt this mindset right here. Yeah. I like it because yeah. it, it, that's not just for comedians, right? For any yeah. entertainers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's for people to decide whether to you yeah. what you do is important or mm. not. You know, that's yeah. good. Like, I, like I think the function of comedy, like the more and more I do it, yeah. it's like I look at it as like it's sort of a release, like a catharsis. Yes, catharsis for a lot of people, which yes, is like sure. I'm having a bad day. Yeah. Let me go laugh at this, you yeah. know, and yeah. things like that. So I think it's good when people decide that it's important. It can yeah. get a little weird when you think you're important. Yeah, that know? makes sense, and yeah. it's good because we're not comedians. So yeah. for us to say how important it is is big. And I I actually, I'll do it after the song break, but mm-hmm. I'm gonna bring it back and remind y'all of all the different health benefits of laughter yes. and joy. So there's to tons of it. So. We want to know first off is have you always been a funny person and when did you first discover your passion for comedy? You know, I don't know that I've always been a I feel like I've always been funny, but I've always been like I wasn't the class clown. I was more slick. Like I was a, <laughs> I was kind of sarcastic and yeah. a bit of a smart ass, you know, yeah. like I would say like I would like whisper things to my friends to make them laugh. <laughs> I wasn't necessarily the class clown. Yeah. But as I got older, I got more comfortable like, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, wanting to do comedy and once I started doing comedy it was like how do I translate that personality mm. of being like kind of sarcastic and yeah. a little bit of a smart ass how do I take that to the stage yeah, yeah. and even with your voice isn't it funny because yeah. even with your voice it has that kind of t- tone to yeah. it where yeah. it's that sarcasm yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love yeah. that I love that so yeah. the people that like you would be sarcastic with you know no. growing up and n- knowing you as a personality your personality yeah have they always have they been like 
I knew you were going to be comedian. I knew you. this is what ended no, up happening. I have people who told me, like, I knew you were going to do something, like you were going to write TV or something like okay. that. But I didn't. Because that I was a little more like, before I started doing stand-up, my goal was, I was like, I want to write comedy for TV. Like, and so a lot of sure. them, I think, were like, I didn't know that you were going to become a stand-up. You made me laugh, and I thought you were funny, but I thought you were going to be a writer, mm. like, specifically. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, that's basically it. Have you ever written jokes for anyone else? Uh, no, but you know, a common thing in comedy is with your friends, if you see them uh, performing uh-huh. and you see a joke of theirs, sometimes you'll give them a tag. A tag is like an extra punchline to mm. a joke or oh. an extra thing. Like sometimes like you'll be like, you know, you should try that or like hear the next thing you can throw into that joke. Okay. Or sometimes a friend will see you and go, oh, what if you say this? this way yeah or differently help make each other better yeah i do Mm. that with friends and they do that with me Mm. and yeah that's That's exciting yeah that is really important to be able to do that and so to our listeners remember you tune in live every week on thursdays from 10 30 a.m to 12 30 p.m pacific standard time right here on 99.3 fm and the episodes do re-air throughout the week on the station and guess what afterwards you're able to download and stream our show on spotify apple amazon and iHeartRadio. so just follow laugh about it with sade champagne and then today when the episode is up you're going to be able to listen to chris estrada over and over and over and share it so share with us a couple of your funniest memories it could be from growing up it could be from being on stage it could be from behind the scenes anything you know some of my funniest memories i gotta you know it's not just from growing up with like funny people and growing up with my friends i feel like a lot of the funny things is also a lot of just funny things happen in comedy like remember when i first started like Mm -hmm. i was at an open mic at a bar and Mm -hmm. it was kind of a rough bar and then I was just kind of, you know, it was like my first year and I was taking a little too long to say the joke. <laughs> and this guy got up uh. and he was just like, hurry your ass up before I beat you. Like, you know, <laughs> he was like, and it really, like, uh-huh. and I think he was messing around. But yeah. at the same time, you're like a year in, yeah. I was a year in. And yeah. I was like, oh, that's terrifying, you know. Uh-huh. But, it, but it was so funny because like afterwards. It yeah. did teach me. I go, you know, how do I get to it quicker? Right. <laughs> yeah. Were you worried he was waiting outside for you? No, but it's funny. I saw him later start laughing about yeah. things. But <laughs> so I think he himself was trying to be funny. Yeah. But he was kind of a scary, tough looking dude. Mm-hmm. So oh, I man. took it seriously, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, that's so funny. You know, a couple of my favorite comedians and whom I adore, like Yamanika Sanders. Yeah, she yeah, shares she's a story very how, funny. Oh, I love her. She shares yeah. a story how she got booed so bad at oh, the Apollo. No. And she shares it on the Breakfast Club. And she said they booed her so bad. And then they booed her in the hallway heading outside. Oh. And, then they oh, booed, no. and then they booed her outside. And then uh, people got on the train with her. And they found out that she was there. And they booed her all the way home. It's oh. not funny, but the way she described it, I that is, laughing. That is both the funniest and meanest thing I've ever my life. She That's said, so I've never been booed that bad in my I, life and that long. I was one time performing in El Paso and I was doing a, I was performing at a comedy club out there. Yeah. And I was bombing for 45 oh, minutes no. of like little to no laughter. Oh, man. And halfway through my set, I started sweating. I was like, oh, my God, when is this over? So <laughs> I went to the stool because uh, on the stool, I usually have a drink. But yeah. I put the drink there. But I really what I put there is my phone so I can see the time. Yeah. Because they didn't have a timer. Oh, okay. And I and I went, I go. Am I almost because it felt forever yeah. and I looked and I was only 10 minutes into oh, no. a 45 to 50 minute set. Ugh. And then when I went over to look at it, yeah. this lady in the audience, I guess she, she was a big fan of comedy. She knew what I was doing. She said, stop looking at the time. <laughs> yeah. So she put 
put she, you on blast. Too. She yeah. definitely read the room. <laughs> she, she put me on blast. Oh she my put, god! I got so mad. I was like, "What are you like a comedian?" She goes, "No, I just like comedy." And, yeah. Oh. Well, then if you like comedy, help a brother out. Yeah, I know. Do a little something, laugh. Yeah. I do my best. Like, I at least if something's not funny, I always do my best to fix my face because the last thing they need to see me Ooh. doing yeah. is be like all like. I'll stink. So yeah. at least I try to fix my face to kind of have like a kind of grin, you know what I mean? Yeah. And trying to cheer them on because I want them to do well. Yeah. The most, That's sweet of you. You know, the most uncomfortable thing is to see people not do well, child. It is agonizing. No, you yeah. want to know what? I do the same thing. I, I will start clapping and start cheering for somebody, even if yeah. they're doing bad, because somebody needs to be nice to them. Oh, yeah. You know, they're already so not feeling funny. great. They're <laughs> upstage. <laughs> you know, uh, I want them. Angels, you guys are. Angels. <laughs> I want, well, I want them to like keep yeah. going after their dream, you yeah. know? And I'm yeah. sure there's been a time where people yeah. don't love what I'm doing on you know yeah. on micro whatever so yeah. just trying to give them some yeah it's support. just hard sometimes you have bad shows sometimes That's like true. sometimes an audience isn't great or yeah. like you know it happens yeah. like you guys yeah. were at the first show yeah yeah we were you, at the first show yeah you, the second show was not as the audience was not as good as the first show audience. oh wow they weren't yeah. having as much fun yeah yeah we was having ourselves yeah. a good time yeah <laughs> <laughs> but it was still fun though yeah. but yeah I'm sometimes glad. it happens sometimes like audiences yeah. sometimes it can be a lot of things sometimes as a comedian, you can be a little off, and yes. sometimes it can be the audience. You right. know, right. sometimes like a late show, they they might have had a few drinks already, yeah. right? And they're by yeah. the time the headliner goes on, they might be a little tired, right? And like, so, yeah, yeah. It's funny because Liza Schlesinger, which I didn't even know who she was, she's yeah. really popular. But I didn't Very know who popular, she was yeah. until um, two of my boys, um, Matt Reif and Paul Aliyah, had her on our low key comedy show during the pandemic. Yeah, that's right. When it was the outside show, and that's how I first discovered who she was. And she had me cracking up because obviously we're in Hollywood, and you know especially during the start of the pandemic everybody wants to be like woke and so like yeah, that's right. um, for the people so bad mm -hmm. so people are not laughing or yeah. they're like uptight and they want to laugh and or I'm they're sitting afraid there, to laugh right and i'm sitting there hollering laughing yeah. and, and liza was like if anybody has the right <laughs> to be offended it's her and yeah. that she's laughing and having fun she's like stop trying to yeah. outwoke everyone and loosen your butts <laughs> and have fun that's so funny <laughs> and, it was, and then ever now whenever i see her she always gives me a wink and smile because oh, she knows i'm gonna so have sweet. myself a good time yep. that's good <laughs> that's, that's good. good so chris when you started comedy you know did you ever think you would get this far to sense where that you would have a tv show i mean is yeah. that something that wow. was on your goal list as as you started this journey no you know it's funny when i started comedy i started 10 years ago and when i started i didn't want to overwhelm myself with these crazy goals of having a netflix special or an hbo special or a tv show all i i thought in incremental okay goals like I th when I first started, I said, let me get good at three minutes. Mm. And then when, when I could, was able to do a three-minute open mic and I was getting laughs, I was like, all right, let me build more time. How do I get five minutes? Mm. And all right, how do I get on these showcase shows in L.A., like whether they're bar shows or independent shows where they do like a bunch of comics and everybody does like 10 to 12 minutes. That mm. was my goal. And then once I did that, I was like, how do I keep building more time? How do I get on the road? How do I do 30 minutes? Mm. You know, so I always thought about it incrementally. And then also at the same time, I was I also thought, like, how do I, you know, like, how do I write? Like, how do I let me write a pilot or like, you know, let me write a mm -hmm. let me create a pilot for a TV show or something. Or wow. let me write an episode of a TV show that's already existing, mm. you know, just to see if I could teach myself. So I always thought about it incrementally because I feel smart. like I feel like if I think about it, like in the big picture, like if I go yo, one day I'm going to have a TV show. I'm like, that seems so 
Out there. Out there? Yeah. That it could overwhelm you. That's good. Overwhelming. And then you get stuck. Yeah, you, you don't stuck. know what to do next. You yes. get stuck. And, yeah. So if you just think in increment, at least for me, I, it no, might not work too. for everyone. But if you think in incremental goals, like, what do I want to do this year? Yes. That'll lead me to the path later on. Like, mm-hmm. I always kind of think incrementally because I feel like when you think in big, big pictures, like a big picture idea, you're like, how do I even get? It's overwhelming. Like you said, yeah. you can get stuck. Mm-hmm. Like I always tell people this, like when people say, when I know comedians or writers who say, I'm going to sit down and write for eight hours. I go, no, no, you're Ooh. not going to do that. Nobody does <laughs> that. Yeah. Nobody does that. Yeah. I go, just give yourself, if you're new at this, give yourself, put a timer for 20 minutes mm. and write for 20 minutes or 40 minutes and then just keep moving that up. Like, or j- You'll get more done in an hour. If you sit down and go, I'm going to do this for an hour, then you go, I'm going to do this from nine to five. Yes, like, yes. I'm going to be at home and I'm going to be working and yeah. writing and outlining and planning. But if you just give yourself like an hour or two, you're more efficient and you get yes. more done. Yes. And that's how I try to do it. Yeah. Oh, I love yeah. that. You know, that's really good advice, honestly. Yeah. Yes. That's so powerful because it is. People get stuck in the big that they forget how important yeah. the small and you, the, the uh, monotonous things yeah. are. Well, you get like. Uh, what it's called like decision paralysis yes you know you you can get that where you just go oh I'm, i feel stuck what do i do you know yeah. because you come you become so overwhelmed with all these big things mm-hmm. but if you just look at small goals that are attainable mm. you can that will really help so you touched on something um decision paralysis yeah right i feel mm-hmm. like i went through my whole 20s like that you yeah, guys same, i honestly same, yeah. did and so i was reading articles about mm. you you know um uh, other interviews you said yeah. that you kind of like messed around in your 20s and you didn't really start yeah, a, your comedy yep. journey right and then once uh you went through some life changes and then mm-hmm. it kind of forced you to do that what now like what advice would you give yourself back then if you mm-hmm. could say anything to that 20 something year old what what would you say you know stop thinking big picture mm-hmm. and just think incrementally yeah like mm-hmm. literally just start like don't overwhelm yourself Literally, I was overwhelming myself with these things that these big, huge ideas. And I was like, how do goals and stuff? And I was like, like, I wasn't thinking of the process of how to get there. Mm -hmm. I was thinking of the end result. Mm -hmm. And I was like, but if you think of the process, like if you think of what it'll take to get there, you'll notice there's like breakdowns. There's like steps to get to that, you know? So, yeah, that really that really helped me because, man, decision paralysis is crazy. Like sometimes you'll. You'll, you'll be around the whole day at home and you don't know what to start on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or you mm-hmm. go like, yeah. you know, even making dumb things like a checklist helps yes. me. Yeah. You know? I call it a fun list that I have every day. It's a fun yeah. list of the things to focus on. And even when I'm mentoring other artists and performers or, you know, speakers, et cetera, I tell them, I say, okay, what do you have in your hands today? What are we going to focus in on yeah. today? So I'll give them some prompts or some things. So like with Lashes, mm-hmm. who I've been mentoring, and mm-hmm. she is um, a well-known Latin hip-hop artist. Yeah. And she wants to also become a motivational speaker and she's already starting to do that and so I told I said okay you want to start making that transition and you're making this positive music Mm -hmm. I was like okay I want you to start thinking uh, today we're going to focus on three quotes you know or a quote that you want to write and I want you to also be thinking about a video post that you want to do you know and then I also will give them a goal or or not a goal I will give her like something we're going to work towards for the future so you know like okay this music you're working on this what you're doing we're going to have this event that's coming up are you going to have this radio interview that's coming up and so the person is present like you said but Yep. also looking forward For, to what could happen yeah i mean i'll put anything down on the list like yeah it makes me laugh i'll even put take a shower on the yeah. list <laughs> and if people 
if people saw that, they would think I was gross. They would be like, wait, you have to tell yourself to take a shower? But it's not. Like, I'll take a shower every day, but I just put it on there so I can have something to mark off. Yes. Right. You feel yes. so accomplished when you I mark know. it off. But if somebody don't know me, they would be like, yo, this dude's yeah. gross. Like, <laughs> he has to write down to take Girl, a shower. Actually, I'm very organized. Yeah, I'm very organized. <laughs> it's a part, especially, too, like, I try to, I do flexible morning routines yeah. and nighttime routines. And obviously, it's different based on what your day is. But in that nighttime routine, it is like skin care, hair care, mouth care, yeah. all those things, you know? So it's good to write it down. Yeah. <laughs> I like how you switched the the mindset of the to-do list. Yeah. You're like, this is a fun list. Yeah. Like, that's yep. good. Just be yeah. in a good mindset then. Yeah. It's because it's all in that perspective. Instead of me looking at things like, oh, I'm dreading to do it. No, I get to do these things. Yeah. And then especially if you've ever, which I have before, you've dealt with health issues. You feel so grateful to be able to do like the simplest monotonous things you yeah. know because you're like there's somebody who wasn't able to do this or i remember when it hurt to yeah. be able to do this yeah. so then even for me i'm like oh i'm so happy i get to do this i get to go for a walk right and work out and people are like oh you like working out i'm like yeah yeah <laughs> yeah she was getting her steps in last night right after the show man <laughs> i parked you're, far <laughs> you're too productive <laughs> oh man she was she was uh doing yeah. her steps she was meal prepping last night yeah. she was yeah. She's, oh, all, she's awesome. It makes life easier, though, because yeah. when you get as busy as we can get at times, if yep. you can take care of those things for you, and you don't have to worry about eating yeah. and drinking water and stuff and, and getting, like, outside, it yeah. helps. Yeah, you know? no, you're absolutely right. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. So it's, you you mentioned on this a little bit, but tell us about the process of how you write your jokes and develop your comedy yeah. stories. Because we were talking about that, and we'll go into it when mm. we review your show from thanks. last night. But your writing. Oh, thanks. Yeah. And the out. execution. Oh, of try. It. yeah. It's not yeah. just like, oh, you're a great writer, but you're yeah. not the one to do it. No, yeah. you're a great writer and you're the face for those jokes yeah. that you tell. Yeah. Well, I try to think of, you know, a few years ago, I heard this comedian that I really like named Colin Quinn. Mm -hmm. He was, uh, he was, um, yeah. he was on a podcast and he, he said, it was like a writer's podcast. And he said, if you want to, like, if you want to be a comedian, just think of things that you went through. That way nobody can steal them or mm. like or or they're essentially yours. Mm. Like people will know that like in regards to you. Mm -hmm. So I just started thinking about like I think when I first started doing comedy, I would I try to think of things of that were like funny in the news or like things that can make current events funny. But also more importantly, I thought, well, how do I make the environment I live in funny or like whatever I'm going through? And that that actually hit a little more for me than like trying to make topical things funny, mm. you know, so. Anytime, like, I'm always trying to find something, like, I try to think of it as an idea, but also something I went through, so I have a point of view on it. Mm -hmm. So sometimes people tell stories and they, as jokes, and they're just stories. They don't have, like, a point of view. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or, like, sometimes I'll tell a story, but I want to make sure it has a point of view mm -hmm. and it has jokes and it has misdirections. Like, I joke around about having IBS mm -hmm. and not supporting small businesses and whatnot. <laughs> But it's not because I it's not because I don't like to support small businesses. It's because small businesses usually don't let you use their restrooms. They don't. Yeah. Which I look, I completely understand. Because people be trashing yeah, those restrooms. Yeah, people be trashing them. Ugh. So I in the joke I go, what's my point of view of this? And I go, I'll I'll joke around and I'll say that I like supporting big businesses. Yeah. Like big corporations. Yeah, yeah. But in the joke I wanna make sure that I also say that big corporations are bad yeah like i joke around they don't care about us they right. don't yeah. this and that yeah i go but if you run in there they care about your bladder yeah <laughs> i go but if you run in there with diarrhea they're gonna be like oh yeah go down that way make a right like you know so yeah. just trying to have a point of view on things do you or have like, a notebook that you write in or do yeah you, oh yeah and then do you do phone um do you write yeah. in your notes and take voice memos yeah too? i usually record every set Oh, I record, okay. not every set but most sets i record because yeah. sometimes i'll come up with tags mm -hmm. like i'll come mm -hmm. up with like 
I I have this I have this joke about walking my cat mm-hmm. and the other and how ridiculous it is and how I feel dumb walking my cat. Yeah. But she loves it. And the other day <laughs> I was the other day I was performing at a club like a week ago mm-hmm. and while I was on stage I ca- I said it out loud for the first time. I said this one thing that just came to me in the moment mm-hmm. which I said, I get so insecure as a man about having a cat yeah. that anybody, anytime I tell someone I have a cat, I quickly follow it up by saying, I also have guns, <laughs> you know, I'm more of a gun guy yeah. than a yeah. cat guy. Yeah. 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 So is that kind of like how you see life right now? Has it changed like your perspective in a sense that now you're always like, oh, I could turn that into a joke. Oh, I could turn that into a joke as it's, as it's happening to you in no, real life. No, I think it's always, I think. I think if I were to do it that way, I would be forcing things, mm. okay. you know? Yeah. So I think I think a lot of jokes, the best jokes come, at least for me, I think come in hindsight, mm. you know? Like yeah. after the fact, you yeah. think about it and you have perspective on it and you go, oh man, that was ridiculous. Yeah. Or like, why did I do that? Or why'd yeah. that happen? Or whatever. Right. And that I feel like really informs you, like if you think about it in hindsight. Yeah. yeah. It's so funny because when he had the cats joke last night, I was thinking, I need to introduce him to my dear friend, Chewy Malik, because Chewy yeah. has cats, but yeah. Chewy is also very masculine. And so yeah. it's like, it fits like that. He like totally goes against all yeah. those narratives yeah. and those stereotypes of what a masculine yeah. Yeah. man yeah. is. Yeah. But it's yeah. also like you very sensitive and very yeah. compassionate. Yeah. And it's like, see, men can have cats. Yeah. Yes, yeah. of course. <laughs> and, yeah. and it doesn't mean that you yeah, like, are yeah. not masculine yeah. and you know, manly. But that insecurity to me is funny. Yeah, that's, that's what, what cracked me up. That's what cracked me. That's the joke <laughs> to me. It's like, it it's like, so like, I don't even have guns, but like just to sound more like a man, just, yes. I'll be like, oh, I, uh, yes. I, I like cats, but I love guns. Yes. <laughs> you know, more of a gun guy. So yeah, but actually. Yeah. Yeah. So it's that yeah. insecurity that I think is funny. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It cracked us up. Something I want to know. Um, so your show, this full, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's loosely, loosely based on your life. Yeah. yeah. The character Julio Lopez. I mean, he is a Mexican American balancing work, romances, family. Um, now, since the show has gone public, when people mm. see you in public, is there like a certain phrase that they'll kind of like yell at you across the room from yeah. from the show? Uh, they'll say Playboy a lot. Oh, like, they will. My, uh, I usually I just grew up saying Playboy. Yeah. People said it in my neighborhood, but also like the character says it. Sometimes he refers to people mm. as Playboy. He does. So sometimes people will come up to me and be like Playboy or like, you know, <laughs> or they just scream. They'll just yell out this fool or something like yeah. that, you know. <laughs> But yeah, that's usually, or people will come up and just tell me what episodes they like or mm-hmm. that they like the show. But those are the kind of phrases they use. I love that. I, I figured people would yeah. come up to you and be let's say something like this full, but Playboy, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. I like that one. Yeah. yeah, that is funny. And mm-hmm. so obviously your show is doing so great, you know, already yeah. in season two. Like what mm-hmm. has that been like for you to see you've been working in these increments with your goals yeah. and then now, boom, you're walking in literally seeing your own TV show and that's a hit show that others are enjoying. Like, what is that? feel like and what's that process been like it's been it's a trip because it you know it's kind of like winning the lottery because so many shows get pitched and Mm -hmm. you know you never know what's going to get picked up but it's it's been really great people have received it really well and i just try to make a show that was honest to like i wanted to show a part of town that i grew up in los angeles you know that maybe a lot of people don't see Mm -hmm. i think when a lot of people think of like latinos in los angeles they think of east l.a but I'm not from East LA, and like sure. uh, I grew up in Inglewood and South Central, and oh, okay. that's where the show's based in, mm. you know. So I wanted to kind of reflect it, so it can look like that. Yeah. So make sure that the show has a black presence because it is in South Central, right. and like you know, so 
having those kind of things that just like make it fun and like what a neighborhood like the way we pitched it is Friday but directed by the Coen Brothers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and the Coen Brothers, if you don't know, they direct it. They direct like some funny weird movies like Raising Arizona, Fargo, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. So they, so we're like, how can we make a hood like kind of a hood TV show with like a a very artsy weird spin to it? Yeah. You know. And I pick up on the artsy spin to it yeah. all the time. I mean, through the music, yeah. through um the clothes that the characters wear definitely i and the shots that are taken yeah we were inspired by atlanta a lot too atlanta Mm. was a show that we were really inspired by like Mm. you know that first two seasons of atlanta were really weird and funny Mm -hmm. and we always just wanted to make a like a show that was like kind of took place in like the hood in a working class neighborhood but we were like how do we make this also feel a little weird a little offbeat and like you know yeah and i think that's why people are so interested in the show and they like stay interested in the show is because it's it's like that yeah it's like yeah. authentic and yeah, yeah i really think that's what draws people to yeah them. thank you yeah. yeah of course if you're a comedian interested in being a guest on the show please reach out to me via social media instagram i am s-a-d-e-c-h-a-m-p-a-g-n-e facebook sade champagne or twitter sade champagne you can also email music at gmail.com. The same goes for musical artists who would like to submit their music to be played on the show. Y'all, we are about to be one year old in January. Congrats. Which is so crazy. That's Yay. amazing. Good for you. Uh, and literally, I always that. talk about like how people like Matt and Paul, Matt Reif and Paul Aaliyah are two of my main inspirations for starting this yeah. show. Because even before the pandemic... You know, and I was like, I want to have when I had my um, digital streaming and internet streaming radio yeah. shows and podcasts. I was like, I want to create a show where I can highlight comedians yeah. and highlight all the comedy shows I go to and just share yeah. it as a fan. And then so to see this dream come about. Yeah, and I, get I think sp- Paul's filming the special pretty soon. Yes, I went something. to yeah, I went to yeah. the one in L.A. that he did, yeah. and then I, yeah, I did it in Detroit and everything. And so it's just been exciting because I get to support what I love so much. And not only do I have well-known, established comedians yeah. like yourself, but I feature up-and-coming people. That- that's awesome and it's like and with musical artists because we know like it to be able to get promotion and people that truly want to support you and not just take in the world and in this industry is hard and so that's what i was so passionate about and to see people jumping on board and literally our schedule is almost booked all the way through the rest of the year that's amazing (laughs) we get books months in advance (laughs) you're you're doing it girl but then when i see people like you and i knew he was coming to town i reach out to his team and then you had already told me about him and i went to see for myself yeah i was like reach out to your team. I was like, okay. I was like, I'll go around his schedule. I said, whatever you want to do, it don't have to be on a Thursday. (laughs) Let's bring him here. Yeah, no. That's so cool too that you guys are doing this and like, you know, doing this like very special thing in Oxnard in the greater like 805 area. Mm -hmm. You know, because it's like, there's a lot of arts that come out of here. You know, there's a lot of talented people that came out of here. There's like, Mad Libs out of here, yeah. Anderson Pax out of here. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of like cool punk bands that came out of yeah. Oxnard yeah. and Ventura County in yeah. general. So yeah, yeah. I love and it's it. like to me, I always think of like the 805, like you know Ventura County as this kind of little gem. Yeah, like it that is. people. I, yeah. I truly feel that way. It's like a little gem that like people think LA and Santa Barbara mm-hmm. totally, and then right in the middle is Ventura County. Yeah. And you got all these like really sweet places like, you yeah. know, people don't know about Silver Strand and right. like, you know. and I know like, when you named even yeah. Satakoy. I said, oh, look at him. Yeah. No one <laughs> doing his research and actually knowing about us. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just know because, you know, from the years growing up yeah. in Los Angeles, I would come out here for yeah. like art gallery yes. shows. And or our like, beaches are yeah, so beautiful. Yeah, beaches and yeah. like yeah. coming out here for stuff like that or, you know, that I it's an yeah. iconic drive to drive down the 101, <laughs> yes, you know? Yeah. But also, like, 
Yeah, I have friends that live out here. Like, I have friends who grew up in, like, Oxnard and Piru and yeah. Saracoy. And, yeah. you know, I have wow. a friend who lives in Santa Paula. So, oh, yes. Yeah. I love it. Those yeah. are my places. Yeah. So before we go into our song break, um, I have each of us share, like, how we first became a fan of yours. So oh, that's I'm, so I'm a newer fan, obviously, uh-huh. but it's going to be deep because when I support people, it's like I'll oh, be supporting. You're too nice. <laughs> and so, um, like I said, seeing we us having a lot of mutual friends in common and then yeah. seeing that you were going to be at Levity Live. And I was like, oh, this is looking really interesting and then from you sharing with me and how much you like adored him literally and we were at pete lee's show we who's were. a dear friend of mine and he's then very we, funny oh yes yeah, i adore him and funny. so then when she saw um that you were going to be she goes oh my gosh chris shot she goes i will pay for your ticket i just want to go let's go together <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so you and then Thank so you. then being able to see you last night for the first time yeah. live and it won't be my last time y'all mm-hmm. i just was so blessed and so like love your show so oh, much thank and you just, so much i just feel like the presence that you bring yeah. and your pacing like i said your writing your creativity yeah. like the uniqueness to what it, it's like man it is definitely worth all the hype oh, you are worth you. all that hype thank and you. so that's for me what about for you well um of course my, my first time seeing you was on mm-hmm. this um this full yeah and then since i we live in like the la yeah. area outside of it right you do mm-hmm. a lot of la shows yeah yeah and um I went to one of your shows. Oh, it was really? well. It you was. You told me this yesterday. It was. It was like a, a minute to minute show. I don't remember what the the show was called, but mm-hmm. each comedian had only one minute to make one joke, and oh, then yeah. there was like thirty people there. Or it was in downtown LA. I it was think. in downtown LA. Yes. 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 And yes. the thing is, I didn't know you were only going to be on for one oh, minute. Oh yes, that's right. <laughs> that. That show is <laughs> called Fifty New Jokes. That's exactly what And they what do called. it. They do it. Yeah. They do it at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Like they do it like January fifth or whatever. Yeah. And it's every every they get by fifty comedians. They're all on stage and they all have like a minute yeah. or less to do the a joke that they're kind of trying or an idea. Yeah. That's what it was. That's so that's funny. That's what it like, was. That's what you went <laughs> I bet to. she was like, uh, uh-uh. yeah. I, And I was like. He's only going to be on for one minute. Yeah. <laughs> no, y'all didn't. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, actually, I, I really enjoyed it because it put me on to a couple of other. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, so good. it was, it was that's fun. That's great. And I told myself, you know what? That's not the last time I'm going to see him. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. And when you went to Levity Live last time, I don't know if that yeah. was your first time coming yeah, to Levity Live. That, you know, a few years ago, I opened up for my friend Frankie Quinones, who, oh, yeah. who plays Luis in the school. Yeah, love him. He's yeah. actually, he grew up here. He grew up in the 805. Oh, he did. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. His family's from Oxnard. He grew up in Camarillo. Really? Yeah, he grew oh, okay. up, and I think he went to Camarillo High or whatever high schools in uh-huh, Camarillo. Yeah. Like, so he's from out here. And um, year, a few years ago, he brought me here for the first time. I opened for him. This was before we were on the show together. Right. Before I had the show, and then I was here last year. I headlined just one night. Mm-hmm. That's last what it year. was, and, and that it, was a lot of fun. It was sold out. I yes, tried getting tickets, right. wow. and it was yeah. sold out. But I'm like, you hey. know what? He's he's gonna be around. He's yeah, up yeah, and com- yeah, like he's up and coming. He's yeah. hot right yeah. now. So. Thanks. Yeah. 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 Oh my goodness, that's awesome. Well, we're gonna go into our first song break. This is "Moving On" by Jonathan McReynolds and Mally Music. Keep listening to "Laugh About It" with Shade Champagne Radio Show on nine nine point three FM. We'll be right back. Older, 
Welcome back to Laugh About It with Sade Champagne on KJBU 99.3 FM in Oxnard. You're listening to episode 52, and we have the very creative and hilarious Chris Estrada live in the studio with us. Yes, we do. Y'all, he is stopping by on his way to Oxnard Levity live tonight and tomorrow. And then, of course, Missy Talks from Luminary Sounds is our surprise co-host. That's right. And her show is airing right now 
after this one. If you want to be a sponsor for my Laugh About It radio show or donate to any of the work I'm doing, please reach out via email or on my social media. So before we go into a game with Chris, we have some announcements. So first up, of course, and we're going to talk more about it because we've been promoting it on our social media and we're promoting it all throughout the show Mm -hmm. tonight at Oxnard Levity Live, 6 p.m. and 8.30 p.m. And also tomorrow, Sunday at 6 p.m., Chris Estrada, Tickets are on sale at his on his Instagram page, which is Chris Estrada Comic, and then also IG on his IG or go to improv.com slash Oxnard. So that's I M P R O V dot com slash Oxnard. We're just gonna make sure I have that handle right because y'all know I like to get all my information correct. And so yeah, it's Chris Estrada Comic. And so it's spelled exactly how it sounds. C H-R-I-S-E-S-T-R-A-D-A-C-O-M-I-C. All right, and then also, and I'm going to review this during my Let's Go segment, Teatro de las Americas and Oxnard presents their Journey of the Skeletons, a Dio de los Muertos story, and they are live from October 27th through November 12th. Tickets at T-E-A-T-R-O-D-E-L-A-S-A-M-E-R-I-C-A-S dot org or 805-983-983. 2876. Also, shout out to my boy Morgan J. He is on tour, y'all, and he is selling out everywhere. Go to morganj.com. I'm going to a show in LA on the 29th of next month. So morganj.com. Also, shout out to friend to the show, Maddie Chimber. He's also on tour. Go to M-A-T-T-Y-C-H-Y-M-B-O-R.com. And lastly, Denise Carter, you know she's starring in my live stage play. That's going to be in December in Oxnard called My Christmas Miracle. Check her out on Comedian Denise Carter on Instagram. And she has tons of great shows coming up, including at Copa 805 Copa Comedy Club, which is formerly known as the Ventura Harbor Comedy Club. All right. So, Chris, we are going to play Say What? Let's do it. Where we ask you rapid fire questions (laughs) and you have to answer with the first thing that comes to mind. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. I think I am. (laughs) You got this. All right. It's time for our Say What segment. Say what? <laughs> Shout out to That's Morgan so, J. <laughs> that Morgan J. I, can, I yes. know his voice. <laughs> he literally said, he said, Shout out. He goes, Oh, you need an intro and an outro for that segment. Let me pull out my guitar again. <laughs> and then Ooh. that's what he did it. <laughs> so thank you. Shout out to Morgan J. Favorite comedian? Favorite comedian? Uh, Ramsey Badawi. What's the best live comedy show you've ever attended? Best live comedy show I've ever attended? Uh, I saw Colin Quinn in Santa Barbara. Mm, when was the last time you laughed really hard? Last time I laughed really hard. Uh, you know what? Last night, my girlfriend always makes me laugh. Oh, yeah. that's so sweet. That is sweet. Best compliment you've ever received from a fan, supporter, or audience member? Oh, um, you're funny. Yes. What do you love most about being a comedian? Um, making jokes, writing jokes. What's the hardest thing about being a comedian? Writing jokes. <laughs> <laughs> favorite joke of yours without giving it away? My favorite joke of mine's, uh, ooh, that's, let me think. Uh, sorry, sorry. I know I have to think on top of my head. <laughs> I write, I right now I have this joke about how people shouldn't take advice from billionaires. We should oh. all take advice from homeless people instead. <laughs> oh, yeah. yes, because yeah. people be taking advice from Elon Musk. They thought he was so smart. Yeah. And then we find out on the- well, so the idea is like, why would you take advice from someone who doesn't have, they don't live a practical life the oh, way you do, you know, good. that's the idea. It's like, <laughs> if like a billionaire too. were to give you advice, he'd be like, all right, so you take $150 million <laughs> that your grandfather loaned you <laughs> and you'd be like, yo, I don't have a grandfather like exactly. that. Exactly. You know? I love that. Yeah. What's your favorite type of comedy to perform? Improv, stand up, stand up. Yes. Yeah. What brings you joy? Brings me joy. Um, 
sometimes being by the beach. Mm. Yeah. Who or what inspires you? What ins- who or what inspires me? I get inspired by music and a lot of books. Mm. I get inspired by music, books, and other comedians. Yes. Other comedians inspire me. Favorite comedy movie? Favorite comedy movie. Ooh. Um, hold on, hold on. Uh, it might be this movie called Raising Arizona. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm going to check it out. Most famous person you've met or worked with so far? Most famous person I've ever met and got to work with. I did this thing and it never aired, but I did this thing, which is really funny. Yeah. With Will Smith. Oh my God! Yes, with this Will why Smith. I love this question. You Ooh. never know what's going to yeah. come. <laughs> it's actually on Tubi. It was supposed to come out on this other thing, but it's yeah. on Tubi. It's called This Joker oh. with Will Smith, and it was so funny because this was years, like maybe three years before he slapped Chris Frost. <laughs> That's and, like the month thing that's gonna yeah. be in history. For and him. sometimes I post a picture of like I'll yeah. advertise my shows with a picture of yeah. Will Smith. Yeah. And I'll because I took a picture with him. Yeah. And I said this. Uh, Chris knew I was. Uh, Will knew I wasn't the Chris to mess with. <laughs> oh, how <laughs> funny! I love that. Yeah, but he has to be the most famous person I've ever met yeah. and got to do anything with. Wow, that's so cool. Yeah. Funniest joke you've ever heard. Funniest joke I've ever heard. Uh, oh, let, let me think about this. Let me think about this. Um. Oh, you know, I have a friend. He he had the joke about Cricket Wireless. Mm-hmm. Ramsey Badawi has a joke about Cricket Wireless, the phone service oh, company. Yeah. And he always says, like, he's on Cricket Wireless. He goes, if uh, he he goes, if you're ever looking for a Cricket Wireless, just look for a Shakey's. <laughs> and then if you keep looking yeah. and you pass, uh, it'll be right by a Shakey's. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that. And lastly, favorite place you perform live? Favorite place I perform live? Um Hey, I'm going to say, I'm, maybe I'm kissing butt right now, but Oxnard. Hey, oh. let's go, Oxnard, Levity Live. You just survived, say what? Oh, I survived it. <laughs> I got shot at with J. questions. <laughs> yeah. But That's you so did funny. such a good job. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Shade, for all those wonderful, wonderful <laughs> questions. I loved yeah. them. I loved hearing his answers, too. Um, so we're going to go into an, the next segment. It's mm. called What's Next? So, um, Chris, please tell us about what you're currently working on. What have you been coming up with? Yeah. Share anything that you'd like to promote from the past, present, or future. Well, right now I'm just working on stand-up comedy. I'm doing I'm doing shows. I'm going to be I'm performing in Oxnard tonight and tomorrow. And, you know, I had a sh- two shows yesterday. I have two shows tonight and then one show on Sunday. And then aside from that, I'll be performing at Brea Improv uh, next month. And then then in December, at the end of December, I'm performing at American Comedy Company in San Diego. So I'm just working on doing a lot of stand up and hopefully getting getting my hour ready to maybe what in the future sometime in the future film a special. And then we're hoping we're going to get a third season for this full. We don't know yet, but we're really hoping so. If you like it, bother Hulu, like message them on social media. Tell them you want a season three of this full. And then uh, aside from that, just working on that and then. Hopefully we get that season three and then doing a lot more stand up. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I see that you're on tour, actually. Um, and to our listeners again tonight at Oxnard Levity Live, 6 p.m., 830 p.m. You also have a show tomorrow at 6 p.m. Uh, Chris Estrada. You can get tickets at Chris Estrada Comic on your Instagram or at the website improv.com slash Oxnard. Yep. Yes, and then also, of course, let everyone know they type just type in his show this full on Hulu. Oh yes. yeah, yes, yeah. People, uh, we our second season came out in the summer. This full, there's two seasons out of it already, and we've gotten really good reviews. Uh, the New Yorker said it was the best comedy of the summer. 
we've been on a bunch of top 10 lists and yeah i'm just hoping more people keep watching it and watching it and what percentage are you on uh, rotten tomatoes i thought oh, i felt like 100 percent. yeah we're like at 99 you or better 98 get it. Yeah. or 100 yeah that I is hard so. i know yeah see i knew that shouting and claps was worth it (laughs) i love that and then we're going to share this again at the end of the show but just reminding y'all to please follow him on instagram at chris estrada comic and then also twitter chris estrada 85 and facebook chris estrada comedy sometimes you know obviously i know y'all can can afford to be going to shows because they don't really be costing that much and we've been spending money on other stuff that's not really going to be helping us laugh like that and bring us joy but if you're like shade i can't go to a show right now but i want to go see him in the future guess what you can do supporting him on social media and sharing about yep. his shows yeah, is free. thank you leaving comments under his videos he's always posting like video clips from his shows so leaving comments liking sharing that's like giving an artist money because it's helping to support them and that we don't have to be trying to fight the algorithm <laughs> yep there you go awesome all right now y'all know this is one of my favorite segments too this is time for our let's go segment where we review comedy events that i've attended podcasts or albums i've listened to and movies i've seen recently are you ready are you ready are you ready let's go are you ready are you ready are you ready are you ready let's go All right, so first up, y'all, I went on Thursday to the premiere night of Teatro de las Americas, and Oxnard presents The Journey of the Skeletons, a Dio de los Muertos story. So their um, premiere, this is the premiere weekend, and then so their show is going on every weekend from now until November 12th. And so thank you so much. Shout out to Chewy Malik, who invited me and my best friend, Sarah. And so when I tell y'all, this play is so funny. And the cool thing is it's in bilingual. Like it's a lot of it's in Spanish, but it's also in English. And then also they have the subtitles on the on the building as well. Really? And it's in this beautiful part of Oxnard. I never even knew there was a place called Teatros de las Americas in downtown Oxnard. It's a beautiful, cute theater. They've been there for over 32 years. Like they have beautiful art work like a mural on the outside and it's so cultural but also very friendly to people that English is their first language and then it's only 41 seats in there and so and but the stage is huge and I was already you know my creative mind was like oh my gosh I can produce and create mm-hmm. events here mm-hmm. I think even like comedy shows and all yeah. those things and the show was so fun like first off the makeup and the costumes the storytelling it was hilarious I love how they incorporated so much of the Latin culture in it and what mm-hmm. like that holiday means to y'all the day of the dead and for people who celebrate that and also had family members who are like make fun of it you know mm-hmm. and how they are like more Americanized yeah. and then also show like them coming to grips with like no this is why this is important and why we honor mm-hmm. our loved ones who have passed on and so it just was such a beautiful story so funny I suggest everyone to go and see it it's worth it tickets are only $15 and it's like everything you're going to see and all the actors are great and specifically of course shout out Chewy Malik who's starring in my live stage play this Christmas for my Christmas miracle and also my friend hillary who's in it but there's a few actors in there everyone's great but you know how you see the standouts and there's mm-hmm. a few actors in there where literally you couldn't tell me they was not that character oh that's dope. i was like it was some of the most brilliant acting i've ever seen that's so great. i encourage everyone to go and see it so you can get tickets once again i did it during the announcements at teatros de las americas.org or type in or to call 805-983 
2876. You will be so happy that you did. I'm going again to the show. And last night, the Thursday night was free. And I was like, child, y'all could have charged people, but I'm going to make a donation. And then, of course, the rest of them are $15. So I'm going back. Okay, now, of course. We're going to review Chris Estrada's yes. headlining at Oxnard Levity yes. Live, oh, that's so hosted yes. by my girl Meredith Casey and opener Steve Hernandez. So I'll let you go first. What were your, what's your my review, review of the of show? My review of the show, obviously, ten, obviously 10 out of 10, you guys. <laughs> and I mean, why? Um, I feel like you were on stage for quite a, a good amount of time, and, and you came out pretty quick, I feel mm-hmm. like, yeah. too. Um, I really enjoyed that. I think it was really cool that you had the two openers before you. I really, really enjoyed them as well. Yeah, I picked two openers. Yeah. I try to pick the openers that I really like so the audience can see what I consider to be good comedy. Mm. And yeah. you hit that on the nail, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And I just, I heard some new jokes that you um, premiered last night. Yeah. I think that my funniest joke, though, was the cat one. Oh, yeah. That yeah. was the funniest yeah, joke that you. I liked. It was thank really you. funny when you're like, I'm just standing by a tree (laughs) (laughs) with my cat. So I really enjoyed it. And I just think you told your jokes so eloquently and clever. And the audience was really like laughing and oh thank you i try to get i try to always give them a surprise like punchline like they don't see it come or like land really hard punchline that's that's the best and then also when you um tie your like earlier joke into the later joke i really enjoyed that oh thank you yeah Yeah. thank you yeah Yeah. so that's my review 10 out of 10 yeah i appreciate you so first off with meredith of course but my girl i'm gonna be a little biased because seeing that she was going to be opening up but she is so funny and i told her she killed it she's so beautiful but she has a mouth like a trucker and so she's coming out there and you're thinking oh she's gonna be so delicate and cute and i love the way she paces herself and then she come out and she's like boom heavy hitter with it yep. and then i like how she's willing to go places that sometimes as women comedians they are not willing to go because obviously it's unfortunate people will look at women comedians different they're like i can't believe you said that yeah. but it's but like it's like yo she's yeah, human you know exactly. and she can be dark and <laughs> yes. in a really funny way yes and that's yeah. what's great is she doesn't fit it because you're looking at her and you're not expecting her to have this dark yep. humor and it was so funny and so i really enjoyed you All right, we had a little pause there, y'all. All All right. (laughs) It's all good. We'll keep it going. So that was really exciting to be able to enjoy from it as well. And then um, Steve, when he came up on and he was Uh one of your openers, first off, his physical comedy is great. Yeah. Yeah. I love like how loud, proud and excited that he is. And that really cracked me up. And I enjoyed so much. He's he's such a presence on stage. Yeah. So the way he. Oh, yeah. So his physical comedy. And then I like he obviously shared a lot of things that you were like, huh, I wasn't expecting this to take that turn. And it's funny because y'all are opposite in some of those ways and how y'all do things. Yeah. And so. I thought that was like really exciting to be able to see and was like cracking me up, you know, yep. so I really enjoyed that. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so that was really fun. And then when you came up, first off, your storytelling is oh, like, thanks. oh, my gosh, the storytelling is great. It's like I can see what you're saying. Oh, Even if my you. eyes were closed, I, appreciate I would it. be able to understand what you were doing. And that was like so cool to be able to uh, see happen. And I really yeah. enjoyed that thank as well. You. And so um, it just was a great time. And we enjoyed going together yes, and being able to experience so that. And it's like, oh, my gosh, I'm so thankful for that experience and to be able to have gone to with you with that. And so that is our review oh, I appreciate of it. your show last night and how much we loved it and had such a great time. Yes. And we'll be going again. Yes. <laughs> so it's funny that that um, audio actually played because it is time for our final segment as okay. we wrap up. And so I know it's been such a great time. The- Went so fast. I know. Went fast. Oh, man. Yeah. So our final segment is It's All Good, where we share a good news story that is happening. Yeah. 
So shout out to Mandisa for her hit song, Good News, and we love that so much. And so first off, we need more good news, more positivity, and more optimism. We are often only hearing about the negative and bad things happening, but there are also great things happening too. And I love yeah. how in your comedy too, you shared so many good things, even though you made a joke of them. Like you talked yeah. about, like it is great that you're in a healthy relationship. Yeah, it's but great. I make a joke right. about it. Yeah, <laughs> And it's great you have someone who's so supportive and you yeah. say, you never embarrass me. Yeah. <laughs> I hollered. Yeah. And so I love that. And it's like, we need more of those positive stories. Thanks. But also I laugh with her too, because it was like, I was like, girl, that's a trauma response. Yeah, that's trauma <laughs> oh, response. Yeah. That's, all, yep, exactly. that's all trauma response. <laughs> and so that was really yeah. cracking me up. And so uh, for this particular story that we want to share on, first off, we are now accepting your good news story. So if you have a good news, a positive, a testimonial, praise report, whatever, and you want to share it, email me, reach out to me on social media, and we will share it live on the show. And guess what? You'll receive gifts from our guests because guess what i get t-shirts from our guests i get pens and notebooks and stickers and you will receive a gift from our guests on the show and so now this story is from goodnewsnetwork.org october 20th 2023 and so you can sign up on goodnewsnetwork.org and they'll send you free good news stories happening in the country and around the world so this title is 14 year old invents soap for treating skin cancer and wins top honor as america's top young scientist oh, that's amazing mm -hmm. so it says what if washing your hands to prevent getting a simple flu virus was all that was needed to prevent skin cancer bold as that sounds it what if it wasn't and if it it wasn't an anderson center laureate who came up with the idea but a 14 year old him that's an interesting name heman beckley a ninth grader at wt woodson high school in annandale virginia was awarded the twenty-five thousand dollar grand prize as the winner of the 2023 3M Young Scientist Challenge with a melanoma treatment in the form of a bar of soap. As the winner of the nation's premier middle school science contest, now in its 16th year, Beckel has been accorded the prestigious title of America's top young scientist. He explains that his work was spurred on by discovering the recovery rate of melanoma in the U.S. compared to sub-Saharan Africa, 99% to 20%. By combining simple compounds in the soap that kept costs low, he also was able to create a product that stimulates the activity of dendritic cells which act as a protector of skin cells i'm always learning new words during this segment <laughs> the need for scientists and innovators to develop solutions for the world's biggest challenges has never been greater this year's young scientist challenge finalists have demonstrated the skills required to reimagine what's possible intelligence curiosity collaboration and resilience said john banovetz executive vice president and chief technology officer of 3m the magnitude and complexity of the issues these young minds are working to solve is inspiring. Congratulations to this year's finalists. We can't wait to see what you do next. Skin cancer is the most common cancer in the United States with an average annual treatment cost of $8.1 billion. Inspired by this costly and widespread health issue, Heman developed an affordable soap solution that could positively impact skin cancer outcomes. Over the next five years, he hopes to refine this novel innovation and create a nonprofit organization organization that will distribute this low-cost solution to communities in need Amazing. oh my goodness oh, wow. shout out to him shout out he's doing amazing work yes say his name man. one more time so it is heman beckley 
Beckley. Sorry if I butchered his name, but I do my best. I'm always learning new words in this segment. And in the ninth grade. (laughs) I I mean, you know what I was doing in the ninth grade? (laughs) Not anything good. Not that. Not that. Yeah. (laughs) Not that. And so how cool is that? Like to be able to hear that story. I always love it because we wrap up the show with that because we need to be reminded as many crazy things are happening in this world. There's lots of good news and positive and wonderful things happening. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so much of media is like bad news, you know, and you forget that good news, like in a innovations and yes. science and medicine yeah by a yeah. ninth grader is yes. amazing this kid doesn't have to do anything else for the rest of his life, life. he's good he's golden he's golden he's being welcomed with yep. open arms to everyone I mean, uh, look at that i love that so that is our good news segment of the week if you got it share it if you need it receive it come on tell everyone that it's all about Thank you so much, Mandisa, for that amazing song, Good News. And she is another amazing testimonial story. I adore her. So thank you for tuning in to episode 52, a surprise, amazing, special, jam-packed celebrity episode of Laugh About It with Sade Champagne on KJBU 99.3 FM in Oxnard. Thank you to our celebrity guest, Chris Estrada. His Man, official thank you, web- Oh, my goodness. Yeah. We're so thankful to have had you. His official website is chrisestradacomedy.com. You can book him there as well. Book him now while he's made be affordable because the time will come and it won't be <laughs> nah, and you'll remember when we have this you you can't say it but i can say <laughs> you it. can say it. all right, all right good out. i can say it and so you can book him there as well please follow him on ig at chris estrada comic twitter chris estrada 85 and facebook chris estrada comedy and so um how about you missy talks thank you for being my surprise special guest and also share them with them how they can stay in touch with you of course no honestly thank you for having me on the show i'm so excited to be here what a great interview we all had um with Chris Estrada. Um, of course, my show is Luminary Sound, so you can always find it on Instagram. It's at luminary underscore sound. And then also, if you want to find me on social media, it's going to be at Missy Talks on Air. Um, I would love to, to hear from you guys and tell us how we did today. Yes, and so we are going to be on break until November 9th. Y'all know November 2nd through 6th, I'm going to be leading worship for an international conference, One Body Braided Together in Branson, Missouri. So I will be there. I've been posting about it on my social media. It's free. So if you're in the area, come to Chateau on the Lake with us and register for the conference on Eventbrite. I'm so excited to be singing at this. It's my first time leading worship for an international conference, and we have people speaking and attending from um, South Africa to Ireland to Canada to all over the United States. And so we're going to have a blast and shout out to my best friend Sarah who'll be accompanying me on piano and then my friend Brock who'll be accompanying on guitar and once again make sure you follow the show on prom and follow the show on Spotify Apple iHeartRadio and Amazon laugh about it with Sade Champagne I'm Sade Champagne and thanks for listening to my new radio show laughter and a joyful heart are like good medicine welcome to my brand new show a new kind of comedy Laugh about it, laugh about it With shiny champagne Laugh about it, laugh about it With shiny champagne There is so much more in store We have so much to live for Laugh about it, laugh about it With shiny champagne Joy is our superpower Always takes us higher when life is feeling low We will blossom like a flower
to glow. Special guest comedians, funny stories, segments too. We want to know what makes you laugh, what brings you joy when you are blue. Thank you for tuning in. Tell your family, tell a friend. Laughter is a gift for all, so share your smile and let's stand tall. Laugh about it, laugh about it. <laughs> With shoddy champagne, laugh about it, laugh about it. With shoddy champagne, there is so much more in store. We have so much to live for. Laugh about it, laugh about it. With shoddy champagne. <laughs> You're listening to 993 FM, KJVU Oxnard. Live streaming at 99 T H R E E F M. That's 993FM.com.